Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. And at midnight, according to the old chronicles, there would be a convocation of sorcerers, devils, demons, goblins, and ghouls. And they would thereupon proceed to hold an orgy in a manner and fashion too sinful even to contemplate. And woe to the unfortunate mortals who would be compelled to participate in these hellish rituals that were profanely called a witch's Sabbath. A witch's Sabbath. You say it's superstition, an old wives' tale, a throwback to a more innocent era? Don't be too sure the era you live in today isn't the most innocent era in all history. What is this? Where am I? Where you always wanted to be, baby. You're at a party, Tiger. What a party. Look. Beautiful women. All for you. And fabulous food. That fountain, it's champagne. All yours, baby. It's what you always dreamed of, Tiger. Oh, I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming again. Not this time it's real. Now it's real. But why? Why are you doing this for me? Because we love you. Oh, how we love you. We would even die for you, baby. Just as you might even die for us. drama, Witches Sabbath, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Larry Haynes, a kind of amused contempt for the superstitions of our ancestors. We civilized people. We know everything, except perhaps that civilization is only skin deep. For a highly reliable estimate of the human condition, we refer you now to Francis Aloysius O'Boyle whose knowledge of mankind was acquired during 35 years of faithful service behind a bar. In a place like this, you get all kinds, and you hear everything. The rich man has his psychiatrist, the religious man has his priest, and the drinking man has his publican. All them words. Is it a coincidence they all begin with a P? Here I spent my whole life thinking I was just a bartender, but this professor comes in here one night. <laughs> There's another smart word that begins with a P, huh? And he calls me publican. Oh, that's the traditional English word for saloon keeper. I think it sounds kind of dignified, don't you? Well, anyway, like I started to tell you, you get all kinds. It's a pretty good evening. All the regulars are here. And just about midnight, this guy comes through the door. His clothes, not too expensive, not too cheap, just middle. You know what I mean? The only thing is, he's got a very scared look on his face. So I say to him, what do you have? And he answers, what do you got? Me? <laughs> I got everything, pal. Name it. Well, I, uh, I want a drink. Sure, what kind of drink? Now, please, I didn't come in here for an inquisition. I want a drink. Just pour me one, if you don't mind. So I reached for the nearest bottle and poured him a glass. He made a very, very sour face as he dragged it down. You could tell he didn't like it. Yet for a guy who didn't like it, he kept putting it away. So I said, uh, 
Don't you think you had enough? No. Well, you still seem perfectly sober. It was just that he appeared to be more scared than ever. Now, in my business, you make it a rule. Never start up with a customer. But this guy was so frightened that I felt I just had to break that rule. Just this once. And I did. I, you, you okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. The reason I'm asking, you don't look too good. You know something? You should mind your own business. You know something? I think you're right. Well, I forgot all about it until about a quarter to one when I give everybody in the place the usual warning. All right, last call. Last call for what? I don't need a comedian in a joint this hour tonight. It's the last call for what do you think? Well, I'm not sure. You see, I don't frequent places like this as a rule. Well, what are you doing tonight? Slumming? No. No, please. I, uh, I didn't mean it to sound that way. They decided you want to rub shoulders with the peasants? No, no, I... I uh... Well, you've been pouring down that juice. Where do you usually go for it? Well, you see, I'm, uh... I'm not really a drinker. That's not a fact. No, the reason I... The reason I came in here was because I'm, I'm so upset and I'm so frightened, you see. And it's so light in here and it seems so safe. Like I said, last call. If you want to have another drink, one more is all you can buy. Well, what do you mean? I mean, one o'clock. I close the joint and go home. Cl- close? Oh, no, 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 you can't close. You can't You can't do that. You have to stay open. As it is, I stay open 16 hours a day. That's enough. Just tonight, please. Stay open a little longer. Now, look, we got a state law that says lock the joint at once. But I don't want to leave here. I do. Now, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to be out in the street. So call a kid. No, that won't help. Call a cop. It's no use. They'll find me. They'll find me. Who's going to find you? They, they, they will. Well, that's what we're trying to establish. Who is they? The witches. Oh, the witches. Yeah. I see. The witches. You're the kind of guy who gets his load on, then he sees witches. No, 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 I saw them. I saw them even before I had my first drink. I, actually, I've been drinking to see if I could get rid of them. Oh, that's a switch. Oh, please, please, don't humor me. I wouldn't think of it. You don't believe me. Sure, I believe you. Now, don't, don't tell me the customer's always right, either. You've got to listen to what happened to me tonight. If you can tell it before 1 o'clock, you've got uh, 10 minutes. All right, look. Every word I'll tell you is true. My, my name is Harry Harnishfaker. I'm, uh, I'm a computer engineer. I design computers. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. So tell me something. Why do them computers always keep fouling up? Oh, they don't. They don't. They can't. It's, it's the people who use them. Yeah. How come I keep getting no, bills? No, forget from... about it. No, no, forget about it. These clowns want to take me to court because I didn't pay them for a piano. I never even bought it. And you say forget about uh, it? Look, look, the reason... The reason I told you I was a computer engineer was to impress you. That don't impress me. With the, with the fact that I'm a reasonable, sane, and practical man. If I'd known who you was, I'd have thrown you out of the joint. No, a man like, like me. I should be the last person in the world to be upset by my... Primitive superstition. So you must hear me out. Well, I warn you. Better not take more than nine minutes. Okay. You see, I, uh... I had left my office at the usual hour of 5 p.m. I, I was walking to the bus stop. I, I commute, you see, from Blairville. We own a house there. It's a split level. And we, we, we were able to buy it very, very... Is the house important to this story? I'm saying it's for your own good because all you got left is eight and a half minutes. Is it important to the story? I don't know. I listen to thousands of these stories. Stick to the point. Okay. I left the office 
I was walking to the bus stop. We already established the bus stop. Please. You only got eight minutes. I, I stopped to wait for the light to change, and, and and suddenly I heard a voice say, Hiya, baby. You want to have a little fun? Oh, I see where this is going. No, you, no, you don't. You don't. Believe me, you don't. Well, I, uh, I looked. And, and there at the curb was a brand new sports car, imported. It was an Aracotta. Uh-huh. And in it were two of the most beautiful women I'd ever seen in my whole life. That never happens to me. One was blonde and one was brunette. And each had creamy white skin and sparkling red lips. And the blonde had sea green eyes, the brunette, her eyes were a flashing black. You know the kind? I know the kind. How would it do? Oh, like the goddesses of ancient Greece, but much more slender. Uh, that's a promising start. All right, now get to the action. You had seven minutes. Okay. It was the blonde who had asked if I wanted to have some fun. And what do you say? No. You'd done the right thing. You could have gone along with him. There'd been a guy waiting with a gun. And he lifts your bankroll. The old Murphy game. You've done the right thing. You always got to think of that. No, I, I, I was thinking of the fact that I had taken a solemn vow to be faithful to my wife. And you should get a gold star for that. Yeah, but then the brunette said... Come on, Tiger. We're going to a party. So what did you say? I, I said... I, I, I said... Well, come on. You got six minutes. Now, believe me. You must believe me. There was a, a confusion of signals between my brain and my voice. Yeah, uh, yeah, now, yeah. Now, consider, consider the mind as a computer. You say that word one more time and you'll be barred from this joint for life. No, but it's true. The answer that my brain said to my voice was, no thanks. But the answer that came out was, was, was uh, uh, yeah? Hey, honey, what are we waiting for? And before I knew it, I was in the sports car. And, 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 uh... <laughs> well, you have a sly one, Mr. Honey. No, where, no, where those words came from, I'll never know. Why I said them, I'll never know. I didn't want to get into the car with those women. No, of course not. No, no, and anyway, the brunette turned to the blonde and asked... Will he do? And the blonde winked at me and said... How about it, baby? And he said... I said... I mean, I wanted to say, please, let me out of here. I'm a most happily married man. I wanted to say that. But the words that came out said, let's go, girls. Well, why don't you just open the car door and jump out? Because I couldn't. I want you, pal. I couldn't either. So look, you got four minutes. And you ain't even got to the good part yet. Well, we were going down Main Street. And, and the blonde placed her arms around me. Yeah. And, and, and she kissed me. Now, now we're getting there. And I think I, I must have passed out. There must have been some kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. There, there was fire in it and ice and, and champagne bubbles and... and oh, I, I just don't know how to describe it. Oh, you don't have to describe and, it. And, and then everything sort of disappeared, you see, or I, I might have passed out. It was like that, huh? I, I don't know how long it lasted, but when I, when I woke, I was in a kind of a room, and there was a kind of music. And there was a fire burning in the middle of the room. And I thought that was kind of strange because there, because there was no fireplace. And I, I shouted, fire! Fire! Don't get excited, baby. Nothing to be scared of yet, Tiger. And they were there in the room. This, this crazy-looking room with 
wild kind of pictures on the walls, the blonde and the brunette. And each was wearing a long robe. And I looked at myself, and I was wearing a long robe, too. Where, where am I? What's the meaning of this? Well, we asked you to come to a party, baby. Oh, yes, indeed, Tiger. A party. But my clothes, what, what happened? my clothes. Well, it's a formal party. Now you're dressed right for it. Now what party are you talking about? The kind of party you've been dreaming about all your life. Wild, crazy, the most beautiful women in the world. And here we are with a fountain of champagne. Look, baby, there it is. What? The fire. What did you do to the fire? How did the fire turn into a fountain? The fountain. Of champagne. Well, would you rather it was water fire? Well, I, 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 I... All your life you wanted to swim in a champagne fountain. Who are you talking about? You, Perry Harness Fagger Jr. Haven't you always dreamed about it? I never told anyone. Beautiful women. A champagne fountain. Music. Wait, wait. You're a king, Tiger. A king. It's what you always wanted, baby. No, no, it's not what I always wanted. Who are you kidding? Your secret dream. His Majesty, King Perry Honestfeger. Hail His Majesty, King Perry Honestfeger. Hail! Your loyal subjects await your command. Uh, look, look, please, please, tell me what this is. How did I get here? Oh, we invited you to a party. This is a party. But, but this fire that turns into a champagne fountain, this, this table with the most fantastic food, and the people, all these people, who are they? Well, they're your loyal subjects. You always wanted to be a king. Your secret desire. Every wish comes true tonight. Y- yes, but, but... But, but what? My... My wife, my wife is expecting me home. She'll worry. What do you care? Well, you want her to worry. No, that isn't true. That isn't true. What was that? You made him angry. He? Who is he? But don't do it again. Who did I make angry? The prince. The prince? Who is he? The prince of darkness. The prince of darkness? Who spoke my name? Where did he come from? Who is this? This is the Tiger Prince. Yeah, the guest of honor for the party. And he doesn't look like much to me. That's true. A meek little watery-blooded clerk, if you ask me. Oh, that's what he looks like. But he's a tiger inside. A lover. A killer. Ruthless. Reckless. Fit to be the guest of honor. Then, let the party begin. Let the party begin. What's, what's happening to the lights? It's getting dark in here. Who shall speak the invocation? That's you, baby. Recite the prayer, Tiger. What What prayer? The Sabbath prayer. Let the Sabbath begin. Sabbath? I thought this was a party. Well, it is, baby. Say the Sabbath prayer. What, what kind of Sabbath? A witch's Sabbath. A witch's Sabbath. A Sabbath for witches. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Sabbath. Well, you must admit, you don't get invited to one of those every day. And the question you might be asking yourself is how did our rather prosaic Perry Harnish figure get invited to this one in the first place? Well, by this time, you know perfectly well you don't get any of the answers in the first act.
is the time for all good men to come to the aid of the party. Two very pretty ladies, one a blonde and one a brunette, were driving about in an expensive sports car looking for a gentleman to escort them to a party. And gallant Perry Harnish figure volunteered. Well, when he arrived, he discovered that the party had a kind of indefinable religious tinge to it. It was a Sabbath of sorts. Or to be exact, a witch's Sabbath. A witch's Sabbath? Oh, yes. These ladies are witches. Witches? But witches are... Are what? It is old crones. Why? I am the prince. These are my handmaidens. Why shouldn't they be beautiful? Oh, please, I, where am I? What's happening to me? This is a religious assembly. I, I want to go home. Why? Why? Well, answer the prince, baby. Answer the prince of darkness. Tata. Why do you want to go home? You hate your home. No, no, no. That's not true. What? Oh, we told you not to do that. You mustn't lie to the prince of darkness. You hate your home. You hate your wife. No, that isn't... Don't say true. You'll get him mad again. Relax, Tiger, relax. And let it happen. Let, let what happen? What you came here for. What you've been dreaming of. Toll the bell. Once. Twice. Thrice. Say three, baby. What, what for? It's the magic number. Say three, Tiger. Three. Uh, three. Weave a circle round him thrice. Three times. Three times tonight. Three times. You will do it three times. Do what? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what. He doesn't know what. <laughs> Tell him. Tell him. Three times. Kill. 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 What do you mean, kill? You know what we mean. You'll kill your boss. Your wife. Her lover. No, 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 no. Let, let me out of here. Do you understand? Let me out. Go. What are you waiting for? So long, Tiger. Well, why don't you leave? My, my, my clothes. I don't even know how I got into this robe. What, what did you do with my clothes? You're wearing them. What? what? How, how did you do that? I can do anything. I'm the Prince of Darkness. Now look, look, please. I'm, I'm just a very quiet, ordinary type of person. Don't talk like that to him, baby. You know what happens when you lie. You're a machine. You make computers and you become one yourself. Your boss steals your ideas. Your best friend steals your wife. Mm, they laugh at you? Three people laugh at you, Tiger. Your boss, your best friend. Your wife. Now kneel and pray with us. Oh, but, but... Kneel. Pray. Speak that same prayer. What same prayer? The prayer that was in your heart when you were walking to the bus station. I wasn't praying. Don't lie. Well, I wasn't. Look. Look out there. Where? See, baby, that's the street. That's you, walking to the bus station. Listen. Listen to what you're saying to yourself. Listen, Tiger. Now you see us in the car. 
And we hear what you're saying. Loud and clear. It's a prayer. But I, I didn't mean what I was saying. You didn't. No, it wasn't even true. A, a, a man says a lot of things he doesn't mean. A man means every word he says. But that's not why we picked you up. The streets are filled with human beings who want to kill one, but you wanted to kill three times. No, that's not true. Well, look at yourself walking down the street. Listen to yourself. Talking to yourself. Who do they think I am? I'm not blind. I'm not stupid. I deal in facts. Facts. You feed facts into a computer, you get asked. What answers were you getting, Betty? How, how did you know what I was thinking? I know everything. Why do you want to kill your wife? Because, because I see now. Yes. What do you see now? My, my wife. I, I see now. She, she must have always had a roving eye. But why with, with Joe? Why with my best friend? Well, you know why, baby. Because she was there, Tiger, and you weren't. Uh, the French, they have a saying. The one who is absent is always in the wrong. Listen to the French. They know all about love. Summon the demons. Summon the devils. The ghosts. The phantasmagoric spirits of murder and death. Summon the incubus of revenge, the evil genius of retribution. Come, all, pray. This is the witch's Sabbath. Repeat after me. Death and the fires of hell. Death and the fires of hell. To the unholy three. Close your eyes. 
when you open them, you shall be in a room. The room where your boss sits in his palatial home. A comfortable room. There he counts his money. Your money. You will kill him. Oh, I... I... You must. It is a ritual that must be performed on the holiest of all nights. Now, when I say, open your eyes, you will be with your boss. Open your eyes. I opened my eyes. And I was there. In the den of his home, my boss's home. He, he was listening to that high five of his, which must have cost a small fortune. Listening to that classical music he pretends to love. I say pretends because all he loves is money. Harry! I didn't hear anyone announce you. Do you like Mozart? Excellent recording. Ah, oh, but you don't go in for classical music, as I remember. Uh, but why did I send for you? You didn't send for me. No? Then what are you doing here? Well, don't I have the right to visit you? <laughs> Perry, I see enough of you all day, too much. Well, you won't see me anymore. Why? Are you quitting? No, no, but you are. You're quitting this world, this life. Oh, really? I hadn't given it much thought. Yeah, I know, but I have. I came here to kill you. You what? Ah, <laughs> Oh, no. Not you. Not Perry Honisvega. With this? Perry, you're a comedian. Put that cat pistol away. Oh, you think I won't do it? Why should you kill the goose that lays the golden eggs? Who else would give you a job but me? I could work anywhere. I'm top man in my field. Sure, Perry, sure. But you haven't had a new idea in five years. Now, by that you mean you haven't stolen one of my ideas in five years. When did I ever steal one of your ideas? Our new A-line computer. That wasn't mine. Go ahead, I dare you. Say it wasn't my circuits that made it possible. The truth is, Perry, your circuits made it impossible. It's only after we threw them out. You're lying. Come on, Perry, have a drink. You'll feel better. Who else could you ever work for? Who else would put up with your tantrums, your delusions of grandeur? Sometimes I wonder why I do it myself. You know why. Because you're waiting to steal my next design, that's why. No. No, that's not why. It was for your mother's sake. Don't you mention my mother's name. I guess I must have been in love with your mother. I said don't mention her name. She was a, a vicious, hateful woman. She was the most beautiful woman I ever met, your mother. I warned you. <laughs> What did you do? Well, what has he done? He went from that uh, witch's Sabbath, or whatever it was, straight to his boss's home, and very quickly, before we could even get to know that gentleman, Perry shot him dead. Now, you're probably saying, is this really happening to Perry, or is it a dream? Well, it could be one, it could be the other. Or it could be both. As usual, we need the third act. And I shall bring it to you in just a very few moments.
varnish figure is telling a story to a rather cynical bartender in a saloon. Perry is almost milk toast in appearance, speech, and manner. But that's on the outside. Inside, he seethes and boils and seems to be a potential volcano. It's the old story about books, covers, and judgments. So, before you form yours, listen. Now, what are you telling me? These two dames picked you up, took you to this hotel room. I don't know. I I, I don't know if it was a hotel room. It was more... More like a, a cavern. And you had this dream of all this stuff, like the devils and witches. No, 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 it wasn't a dream. They must have fed you one of them things like poison mushrooms or something. It gives you them wild nightmares. It wasn't a dream. You mean you actually killed your boss? No, no, no. I had a vision of killing my boss. Now, look. The only reason I'm listening to this is for those two dames, the blonde and the brunette. What happened with them? If they don't come back, then as far as I'm concerned, the story's over. No, they they never left me, you see. They they were with me all the time, even when I had the vision of killing my boss. Yeah? So what happened? I, uh... I stood there, looking at his body on the floor, in in this vision that I had. And I was holding the revolver. And the blonde stepped forward and removed the gun from my hand. I'll take that, baby. We have to reload it. The prince is very proud of you. The service can now continue. You brought us blood. Are you ready to go home? No. No, I, I don't want to go home. I don't feel it's my home any longer. It's because she shut you out of it. She stole your home. A man's home is his castle. What right does another man have to live in your castle, Tiger? What right? Get your home back. Kill them. Oh, but, but... uh... Look at him. Now on the floor, the man who robbed you of your standing as a scientist, the man who used to be your boss, you killed him. So now, for those who robbed you of your standing as a man, kill them also. The pistol is in your pocket. Will you speak the word to him, Prince? Close your eyes. When I say open your eyes, you will be in your own home. At least it's the place you pay for. But another man enjoys. When I say open your eyes, you will be home. Kill them both. Open your eyes. So, Perry, I see you finally got home. And I see you're here as usual, Joe. Usual? I wish he'd come more often. Oh, you do? Why? Well, it beats being alone. Hey, Joe, why don't you get yourself a wife of your own? Why don't you mind your business, Perry? Oh, but this is my business. It's very much my business. It could very well be that Joe feels he doesn't need a wife of his own as long as he has mine. And just what is that supposed to mean? Now, Perry, I don't Don't say anything, Joe. Don't even signify that kind of slander with a reply. Do you think I'm blind? Yes. You're also deaf and dumb. I know what's going on here. Well, then tell me. Are you kidding? Look, Perry, you have to work late at the plant. He doesn't have to. He wants to. Yes, that's right. And the next time I design a new circuit that's worth a fortune, I won't say a word about it. I'll just walk out and sell it. When did you ever design... Uh, Are you saying I did not design the A-line computer? Oh, Perry, please. You need help. Yes, I know. I said I know. I need help. Well, you... You never said that before. Hey, hey darling, don't you see? That, that's half the battle to face yourself squarely. To admit you need help. 
But uh, don't you agree, Joe? Yes, it's really true. We'll, we'll find you the best psychiatrist. I don't need a psychiatrist. But you just said you need help. I have the best help, the truest help, actually. The only real help there is. Religion. Religion? Oh, sure, why not? If the belief helps you, it's, it's the most wonderful thing in the world. Did, did you have a religious experience, Perry? Yes. I'm, I'm so happy for you. And uh, you look so... so peaceful. What do you pray for? Death. What did you say? Death. No. You, you mustn't pray for your death. I'm not praying for my death. I'm praying for yours. What? For mine? And his. What? what are you doing, Perry? That... that's a gun. Yeah. A thirty-eight caliber Valentine Porter revolver, a highly accurate weapon. Now, Terry, don't do anything foolish. Oh, no. No, I intend to do something smart, very smart. You don't want to kill me. But I do, Joe, I do. Why, Terry, why? You know why. No, I don't. The two of you. Terry, we never did anything. You never even thought of it. Go ahead, tell me that. I bet you never even thought of it. Well? Terry, we... Thought of it, oh, but... now, now we're getting somewhere. Well, we thought of it, but we decided we couldn't do it. And that's a lie. We're not made that way. Terry, you don't love me anymore, and I don't believe in divorce, so all three of us will have to go on being miserable forever. Oh, no, no, not all three of us, not all three of us. Two of us will be dead. No, Terry. And the dead, as far as I know, are not miserable. Uh, Perry, please, stop. Please. And I don't... won't be miserable. But you will, Perry. Oh, no, I've been commanded to do this. Commanded? The only command there is for a thing like this is thou shalt not kill. That's not my command. Terry, you can't. Oh, yes, I can. Because he, he has darkened my soul. He has hardened my heart. No. He has steadied my hand. <laughs> for the love of heaven, Terry. Not heaven, Joe. I... <laughs> lover who had also been my best friend. I closed my eyes for a moment as if I couldn't believe what had happened. And when I opened them again, I was back. Back in that other place. And he was there, the one who was called the Prince of Darkness. And they were there, the two who called themselves witches. You did it, baby. You're a terrific tiger. You're my best loved child, Betty. I, I want to go home. You're home now. No, no. You have a place here. You have two eyes. He means me. Oh, me too. Look at them, aren't they beautiful? Well, no, no, please. You have a job, too. Keeper of the flame. Hey, baby, that's the best job there is. You light the fire for the witch's service. Now let the service continue. Now oh, let me out of here, please. Please. I'm frightened. I'm leaving. Did you hear that? I ran from that place and from the sound of the laughter, that terrible laughter. And I ran, ran through the dark and deserted streets of the city. I didn't stop running until I, until I saw a light. It was safe. Here. With the bright lights and the soft music and the friendly faces. Here, I'm safe. So, what happened? You mean you killed your wife and your friend in addition to your boy? No, 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 I didn't kill anybody. 
But the terrible thing is, I... I wanted to. And it dominated my mind, which is why they came after me. Don't you understand? All I understand is I stayed open past 1 o'clock because I thought you were going to tell me about those two dames. What happened to them? They're after me. Yeah? I'm one of them now. Don't you see? They'll be after me as long as I live. Okay, mister, this is it. Closing time. Oh, please. Please don't send me out to the street, please. They're looking for me. The men in the white coats are looking for you. They read your mind. They, they read your heart. Two beautiful dames in a sports car. Why don't I run into things like that? You will. You will if there's evil in your mind. If there's murder in your heart, they'll find you. Oh, for crying out loud, did I say guys in white coats are looking for you? Two guys in blue coats are looking for me. On account of you, I broke the law. I'm open. Uh, look, officers, uh, my, my watch must have been wrong. I'm not serving. Oh, I'm just... Phil, you at the sure. bottom. Adam, Jack. Don't try anything. Hey, look, there's nothing going on here. Now, careful, Jack. He's a killer. He's armed. Now, hand over the gun, mister. Easy. That's it. I'll cut him, Jack. Uh, your name's Perry Harnishfager? Yes. This is your gun, this thirty-eight caliber Valentine Porter? Yes. Hey, wait a second. I'm not dreaming. This is for real. You mean he killed somebody? Three people. The unholy three. Let's go. Officer, wait. Let me tell you why I did it. Mister, you better tell that to a judge and a jury. So, like I was saying, you stand here behind a bar, you get all kinds. <laughs> the stories I hear. Anyhow, the reason I bring it up is because I was reading in a paper today, and you might have seen it on the late news on the TV. Perry Harnishfager was found guilty of murder. Triple murder. His boss... His wife, his best friend. Yeah. He's going to spend the rest of his life in jail. What's that? Oh, the witch's Sabbath. <laughs> now, how could a thing like that be legit? I mean, this here is the 20th century, ain't it? Hey, where'd the time go? It's a quarter to one. Excuse me, friend. A couple of dames just walked in down the other end of the bar. Hey, not bad looking, huh? Yeah, I'll be right back. Well, ladies, you got time for one more before closing. What'll it be? Hiya, baby. Hello, Tiger. You want to have a little fun? I'm a married man. That's why we ask. Why don't you close the place and we'll take you to a party? Oh, well, I... Uh, look, I, I, I told you, I, I, I'm a married man. Yeah, we know. That's what you have to say, baby. But what do you want to say? Tiger. Uh, I... I want to say, uh... Oh, what are we waiting for? Well, what are you waiting for? More? The story's over, isn't it? Or is it? Isn't this a story that has been going since the beginning of the human race? The longest continued story in the world... And if you think about it, between all our characters, we have seen practically every one of the Ten Commandments violated. When we tell you a story about wrongdoing, we present wrongdoers wholesale. I'll be back shortly. The wish is father to the thought. Who said that? Shakespeare, who else? To which we may add, the thought is father to the deed. Or if uh, you think about doing something, it's because you really want to do it, no matter how strange or violent it may be. And if you think long enough and strong enough, 
Who knows? You may wind up as a guest of honor at a witch's Sabbath. Of course, you can prevent that by listening to Mystery Theater and leave all thoughts of violence here with us. After all, we do it so much better and neater. And you pay nothing in the end. Our cast included Larry Haynes, Leon Janney, Marion Haley, E.V. Jester, and Robert Dryden. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.